Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in the Ivy League, a look inside the ancient eight teams in the Ivy League and their upcoming games with all of the stats, trends, and analysis that you want to hear. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back. Believe in the Ivy League. I am Tom Barton here. And we, we got a lot to talk about. We're going to talk a little bit about football today. Yeah, football. I know we're, we're like 100 days away, but we're talking about football I have gotten some requests and some people come and reaching out to me going, Tom, I want you to talk about a little Ivy League football. No problem. Look, I know that we're not in the middle of Alabama and, you know, everything kind of goes on the football schedule down there. You could be talking in the middle of the summer or hmm, in the middle of May about football. But, yeah, look, I want to get into some of that as well. If you guys want to contact me, you guys could do many, many a different ways. You could go on social media. It's Tom Barton Sports on social media. I'd love you guys to check that out. TomBartonSports.com is my website. Also a good resource for you. TomBartonSports at gmail.com. I've loved the insight and the listener communication between the guys that are sending that over there. And I would really use, uh, I could really use a lot of help there if you guys could help me out on my YouTube channel. It's Tom Barton Sports over on YouTube. We tackle more than just the Ivy League over there. A couple of different topics that we get into over and over. And I do, look, I try to answer, and I think I have answered every single person that has ever written in. And I try to include what you guys ask for on the air. I know that we had, during basketball season, we had people saying, hey, you know what? You didn't mention uh, what the final spreads were and, you know, some totals. And I said, well, it's not a betting show, but no problem. I started to incorporate that. I know that you guys were asking, hey, you know, can, can we have some more other sports besides just the basketball and the football. Once basketball season ended, I said, sure. But now that I don't do football for a little while, and I haven't done it since the season ended, I have people writing in and saying, Tom, I want you to talk a little bit about football. And I figured, okay, we're about 100 days away. Might as well jump involved, get involved and jump on in and get into this. So this week, the preseason rankings came out, okay? And the preseason top 25 for the FCS has come out. Harvard is looking real good, but they're not the only ones out there. So Harvard goes into the season ranked number 22 overall. This is by Hero Sports. It's the FCS preseason top 25 poll. Well, Harvard is the top-ranked Ivy League school. They are supposed to win this, but look, we say supposed to. Dartmouth is ranked 23. So it is already getting into the, uh uh-oh, you know, nip and tuck, here we go. Harvard is the favorite, but by how much if in the national FCS poll, you're only ranked one spot ahead, and that's where they sit. Harvard's bringing back a pretty good team. They're coming off of an 8-2 and two campaign, and you look at this and you go, look, they're, they're building something over the last couple of years where you could start to see, yeah, okay, it's getting a little better. It's getting a little better, and it's built on defense all of a sudden. They were one victory short of forcing a three-way tie on the top of the standings. We know what happened to Harvard. It was a botched call. It was a blown call. It was a horrible situation. We understand that. But I go back to the defense, and there are certain things in the defense that are going to carry over. First of all, they were number one overall, not only in the Ivy Leagues, which they had a pretty substantial margin, 
but number one overall in all of FCS in rushing defense. And they finished basically top 10 in many defensive categories. That's pretty huge. And you're going into, or you're coming from a division that loves to run the ball. Okay, so the fact that you know the run is coming, it's not like the Ivy Leagues air it all out, okay? You know that the run is coming and you're able to stop it. That's pretty huge. That's pretty absolutely huge. They had quite a few votes in the top 25 at the end of the year. So that helps. And being ranked number 22 makes, uh, make look, makes a lot of sense. Dartmouth is ranked number 23. And that's pretty interesting because they're right up there. They're another team that you look at this year. And you go, really, not, not much separates Dartmouth from Harvard. But you don't often see Dartmouth upside inside the top 25. I like it. I like this a lot. Uh, by the way, Harvard is going to get number 17, Holy Cross. And they were preseason ranked 17, Holy Cross, in Harvard Stadium on October 1st. That's going to be real, real, real interesting um, when you kind of take a peek at the Harvard schedule. So I wanted to get that out of the way. You guys wanted some football. Well, there's a little bit about football, but I got some more. Don't worry, I have some more. You know, one of the things that I mentioned last week I would like to start to tackle and like to get into was the recruiting. So I figured... You know, we're going to have a show about football. Let me just mention some of the recruits that have already signed and some of uh, what the commitments already are. Now, at this point in the year, Ivy League commitments are not going to be just overall just going crazy and everyone's going to, going to go nuts about it. Look, I get it. It's still, I don't want to say the commitment period, but it really is still kind of the commitment period. And if you look at the national broadcast and the national scope and the national headlines, Maybe it's past. Maybe it's past for the Alabamas of the world and the Texases of the world, the Ohio States and the Michigans, and we've seen the big names go. But no slight to the Ivy League, but not really many five-star recruits are coming to the Ivy League to play football. So you look at it, Brown, Columbia, uh, Dartmouth, and Yale, they don't have any prospects available right now out there. I searched. They don't have anybody really committed that would make a name for themselves. This is no slight to those that have committed. I'm just going by the resources that I could use to bring the information over to you guys. So where it sits right now, Brown, Columbia, Dartmouth, and Yale, we're not going to be talking about because they really have no prospects and no commitments out there. So we'll start with Cornell. Uh, David Kaiser coming from Cardinal Gibbons High School over in Florida. He's a small guy, but real speedy. He's a wide receiver, 5'8", 165. And when I looked it up, uh, yeah, the 165 is, has to be right after he ate like a, a giant meal. Okay, he is um, real speed, real fast. You want to almost hope that he becomes a Tyreek Hill type of player. That speedy guy gets out in the backfield. But I'll tell you what, at wide receiver in the Ivy League, a 5'8", 165 burner, and that's what he is. When you get to wide receiver in the Ivy Leagues, it's not just go along and we're going to hope for the best. It seems to me like Kaiser is going to almost be that guy that's uh, doing end arounds and reverses. And he can be kind of a jack of all trades. He still has room to grow. He's still young. We get that. Uh, but 5'8", 165 does jump off the page at you. Over in Penn, they got Jaden Hodge. He's a safety, 6'2", 180 from Forest High School in Florida. This is a good get for Penn. Penn gets a good big size safety. A big hitter is what he's kind of amounting to be out of Florida. This is a good get. Princeton, Cole Prussia, the number one Wide receiver, one number 180, I'm sorry, wide receiver in the country. Huge get here. 6'3", big kid, 200 pounds, big kid from Oregon, uh, Tualatin High School over in Oregon. They also get 
Glennie Cross, a safety, six foot one seventy five from Oak Park High School in Michigan. You look at the grades that they give, and they give a seventy five grade to Cole Prussia. Uh, like I said, one hundred and eighty wide receiver in the class. But you can see where Princeton's going with this. He is a big bodied guy, six three, two hundred pounds with room to grow. There's a reason why he was ranked so highly. And going to the Ivy Leagues, this is a kid that probably had some sights set on some bigger programs, and he comes in, he could be the guy right away. I don't know if he starts as a freshman, but I think that he probably does. And he can be a big-time receiver in an offense that is starting to throw the ball around a little bit more than I think we're used to. I think all of the Ivy Leagues took a little while to get back into, okay, well, we're going to start throwing the ball around. Well, this is the the big body receiver you want. Prototypical size, 6'3", 200 for this age. And being able to get a a top 200 wide receiver for Princeton, this is a real, real, real good commit. You would argue, and I know a couple of sites have gone out there and argued, this is the best commit in all of the Ivy Leagues in the offseason. A lot of uh, subscriptions and a lot of publications I've read will say that this is the best commit over the course of the offseason in all of the Ivy League. His competition comes from Harvard, and you have a couple of names at the top, but we'll stop. We'll start at the other guys here. Jackson Newell, he's an unranked commit, uh, but big, big kid again, offensive guard, 6'2, 295 from Allen Houston, from Allen High School in Texas. Good. You go out there, you get a big bodied kid from Texas, and you steal him away from Texas. Okay. We know how football is down there. You got to like, uh, you got to like that. Okay. Whether it works out or not, you got to like it. Uh, Jaden Kinlock. Inside linebacker, 5'11", 200 pounds. He comes from American Heritage High School over in Georgia. Another guy can run sideline to sideline. Everything I hear about him, he is a quicker guy than he is big, obviously, 5'11", 200. He's a quicker guy, but he's real built. I mean, he is solid, and he can run sideline to sideline. Isaiah Abbey, the running back, 6'220", from Spayberry High School in Georgia. They really did their due diligence here in Georgia, Harvard, getting three commitments from Georgia. Uh, Isaiah Abbey, we know that Harvard likes those big running backs, and they've gone small recently over the last couple of years. But you give a guy six foot two twenty, built like an absolute tank, and you're going to be running him. That is a good get. Again, another Georgia commitment, which is interesting, and another Georgia commitment may be, and he may challenge Prussia as the best commitment here. Xavier Agostino, the sixty eighth best defensive tackle in the class. 6'2", 265 from Pace Academy in Georgia. Overall grade was 77. I told you the pressure had a 75 grade. Number 68 defensive tackle. He is huge. I mean, for this age and this weight, 265, he looks more like 285. He's got a little Vince Wolfork in him where he's got the big arms and the long arms. I think that this is a great commitment. And the only other guy that I would say could even challenge this would be Cooper Bercotti. The 118th wide receiver overall position, why 6'1", 180 from Martin to Catholic High School in California. His grade is a 78. So overall grade, Prussia has a little bit on him. But when you're talking about wide receiver grades and they're grading out wide receivers, uh, the Harvard wide receiver may, may be a little smaller, 6'1", 6'3", 200 to 180. But he was ranked higher in a lot of places as well. So I would say over the course of the offseason, you got to feel real good if you're Princeton. You very likely or very possibly got the best commit of the entire class. You have to feel good if you're Penn. Getting Hodge at safety, that was a big, big knock. Uh, if Devon Kaiser 
can come along the way that I think that he can, and he's used properly, he can be a difference maker. But Harvard comes out on top here, guys. Harvard's looking at five recruits, two inside the top 120 at their position, two grades, 77 and 78, inside the top 100 at their position. This is a good, and, and by the way, we're not even including the running back, who I'm pretty high on as well. So there's a pretty good commitment class for them. Harvard, not only building for the now, building for the future as well. All right, guys, that's going to do it for me. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Next week, we're going to go back to the baseball. We're going to check out some baseball playoffs and see how it looks with the Ivy League there. Have a very good week, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.